Drive Time Lincoln is sponsored by Barry Law Firm. For over 50 years, Barry Law Firm has been fighting for veterans' rights. Visit BarryLawFirm.com to learn more. He's a lifelong Nebraskan, commander of the U.S. Navy SEAL Team and U.S. Special Operations. He's served around the globe and now at home in Lincoln, Nebraska, speaking the truth to the state capitol. Barry Law Firm is proud to present Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, it is Thursday, December 9th. It is day 107 of the mask siege here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm still detainee 3101, and on the board is detainee 722. I am Commander Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln on a Thursday. I'm going to try to get to a holiday spirit thankful Thursday. Uh, If you want to call in, which you know I, I never mind on the Rick Stein recognition hotline at 402-479-1400 or text. Uh, tell me what you're thankful for this year. Um, I will do the same here in a second. Um, and maybe hopefully next week I'll remember on Thursday to say, Hey, it's thankful Thursday. Let's try to have some positive vibes. Cause I am aware that I hit some tough subjects and I am aware that I get stuck on some subjects like masks <laughs> and other things. And, and I, I agree. I get it, folks. I don't, I, I don't just beat a dead horse. I try to bury the thing. Okay. Um, and I find that there's a, there's a lot of people that don't get this information or they, uh, want to hear opinions that aren't always the same that they're hearing on national uh, outlets and such as it pertains to here in Lincoln. In the end of the day, you get to choose to listen and you get to choose just like me uh, to live your own life. So we will do that. I am committed. 722, remind me that if I get in a tangent, it is thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. <laughs> um, one of the things I think like some of you as I come into the station... I you know what's going on nationally, and of course here we are again. Uh, everybody has stopped because of this Mr. Smollett case. I, I guess the jury is supposed to come back in any second now uh, and and give us the case. I'm not going to remind you of the case. Uh, bottom line is uh, the guy may or may not have have been assaulted. It appears that most people that I uh, you know go get my information say it was a hoax. Uh, but everybody's up in arms about it. In the end of the day, three things stuck out at me as I've been following up on it today. Uh, the case has taken three years, which I always laugh, right? Uh, I think one of the things that we always say in the legal system is, you know, a, a speedy trial. Uh, three years to decide this. That's what I think I know. And I, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, my God, dude, really? Three years? Do these cases, do any cases really take that much time? I don't know. I mean, didn't the Rittenhouse thing happen inside of three years ago? I mean, that trial went decently fast. And I think it's important that things do go through the system decently fast. Anyway, the other word that I just never agreed or understood the word reverse racism So there's many people calling in on the conservative side, you know, talking about, oh, he should be charged with a hate crime and and this, that, and another thing. And 
and all I'm saying is we start talking about and piling things on no matter what. Um, the jury's going to come back. We'll respect the jury just like we do in the Rittenhouse case, no matter what it is. And we should as Americans. But I, I've never understood the term reverse racism. Meaning, isn't racism just racism? <laughs> isn't racism if I believe, you know, my race or if we even want to say color of my skin is superior and therefore, you know, I hold it against you and I, I treat you badly and I, you know, do jobs, uh, you know, don't don't let people have jobs, you know, just like sexism, right? Like, is there reverse sexism? You know, and I get it. People are going to go, Jack, come on. It's simple. It's, you know, it's it's when a black person says something against a white person. That's reverse racism. Or uh, in the case of sexism, it'd be if a female, you know, own business, didn't want to hire. It's just, isn't it? Do we have to add words? In the military, we used to talk a lot about people that would get promotions because they would just tweak the language and a policy that existed for 20 years. And they, they wouldn't change the policy. They would just change an and and a the. <laughs> and then we'd say, they're really smart. Let's promote them. To me, when I hear the term, and this is me talking, like reverse racism, reverse sexism. Isn't that just racism? Isn't that just sexism? <laughs> it's just, I guess, being applied in the the way that we're not all used to seeing it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things that, to me, it's very simple. It's racism or it's not. Um, I I don't necessarily don't know the facts in the case, Completely, but listen, if a guy was not beat up on the street and made it all up as a hoax, uh, that is what it is. There was probably some motivations to um, maybe fit in with some of the different movements that have been going on, and the fact that he's a star or was on a TV show, that I, I don't care. <laughs> it just sounds like a really dumb thing to do. And so, if in fact he's guilty, uh, a jury of our peers will tell him what he's got to have, and off we'll go. Yes, he, you know, tried to attach it to, I think, make America great again things, and, you know, tried to attach it to white-black things. It just sounds like, to me, it's just a really dumb thing. Um, You know. But I heard the term reverse racism used, and it made me contemplate that. And then, of course, you've heard me pontificate about it. Oh, we've got a caller. 722, go find out who that caller is. Um, COVID, you know, people are upset about me, about my COVID slash masking stance, and that's okay. You can always email me at commanderjack at kln.com or on social media. I'm on most platforms under Riggins underscore Jack. I usually answer. Uh, like I've said before, I mean, people at this point are pretty dug in. Um on both sides and thoughts like that. Uh, in the end of the day, I you know I haven't seen any evidence that masks are effective anywhere, let alone here in Lincoln. Um, vax, I believe it's your choice. Um, nothing's going to change on that unless information changes, right? Um, for me, and I think there's a lot of people out there on both sides of that, and I think that's okay. We still have to learn to live together and work together. NIL might be something I'll talk about. I heard a interesting thing out of Texas where they were uh, I'm not going to say they were abusing NIL money we're talking college athletes here but uh, you know they're uh, 
they're pushing the limits of what NIL probably was designed to do. I think that any of us that enjoy college athletics, if you haven't seen that NIL opened up Pandora's box to potential abuse, uh, you'd be crazy. Uh, but I think it's already here. And that's that's not a good thing, just in general, for amateur athletics, college athletics, uh, things like that. One thing I noticed going around lately, um, there's been a lot of redistricting that probably a lot of not, uh, not a lot of us are following between um, the state we were all following, but even within Lancaster County here, uh, between, you know, where city council lines are, where county commissioner lines are, where uh, school board, all that stuff. Well, uh, for the most part, as I understand it, most of those are done. So what does that mean? That means if you're a candidate, you know, Republican, Democratic, Independent, uh, you know, gopher party, uh, you can now understand, hey, I can run for office. So I encourage anybody that's thinking about running for office at the local level within the county or the city, uh, you know, get with your party reps and and get going because uh, we're coming into an election year here. Thankful Thursday. Here's, and I'll get to my caller in a second. Here's what I'm thankful for. I was getting uh, some tires uh, changed today at Big Red Tire Pros. I got to say, they treat me really well. And uh, I always enjoy going to them out there on uh, Old Cheney. And I, one of the things I notice in America that I'm so thankful for is our abundance of everything. Of everything. I mean, you. Have to you have to think through what tires you want to put on your car. Then, as I'm driving to the station, I'm looking at everybody else's car, and you know, it, my car is my car, but no one else has one like me, right? But yeah, but the bottom line is, look at all the different automobiles we have to choose from. The overabundance of goods, and and that might be a little. Uh, Maybe I should feel guilty about that, but I don't. I am thankful that we have an overabundance of goods. And I know that maybe it's down this year and this, that, and another thing. But the selection of things that we have at our fingertips in everyday life in America, it's like, I, it's, it, honestly, if you look at it the right way, it's like Christmas every day, folks. So I'm thankful for the just bountiful amount of goods we have and the fact that I have to literally sift through and select the right tires for my car. <laughs> and in my case, a big red tire pros. Let's go to Richard on line one. Commander, I'm glad to hear that uh, you were successfully retired, by, at least in the automotive sense. Um, <laughs> I... I am thankful for some people that normally don't get a lot of recognition. As you know, I use the StarTran bus system to get around town for my transportation needs. And during this pandemic pandemic period, the StarTran drivers have been exposed to uh, pandemic virus, perhaps even more than some of the police and fire people who only answer calls periodically. The drivers are driving eight hours a day, people on and off the bus. Uh, That would make sense. Yeah, we we had some drivers that, uh, you know, that actually uh, contracted COVID and had to sit out and, uh, you know, get uh, quarantined. Sure. But uh, the vast majority of those drivers report to work every day. 
They work their shift. They keep the buses running, and I certainly am very thankful for that. Well, thanks for that call, Richard. That's that's a good shout-out to the StarTran uh, drivers and, and people that keep those buses going. Appreciate it. Well, that's legitimate, meaning we always know when Richard calls. Well, we don't always know, but we know that there will potentially be some StarTran love and some railroad, I call it rail love, and... Um, and I'm fine with that, and I think he's he's right. You know, not all of us probably use Sartran or use public transportation, but in fact, it is one of those um, linchpins in a society, even a small county like ours, um, that many of us use. And um, certainly, under the health conditions, uh, they are putting themselves at risk um, as people are, you know, really just trying to get, you know, from point A to point B to do their daily lives, and and so yeah. I I think that's a good one, Richard, without a doubt, you know, StarTran folks out there doing it. And I'm sure as we do more Thankful Thursdays, I mean, obviously, first responders, hospitals, I mean, it goes without saying. But, you know, what are you, what are you specifically thankful for? You may sound, I'm trying to find the words for me. Mine might sound kind of vain, like, oh, Americans have everything. But, I mean, it's just the way I think today. I used to sit overseas a lot in the military, and... All I wanted to do was hit every fast food restaurant in America when I got home. Like, I would dream on some mountaintop. I would dream about being able to just choose (laughs) what fast food restaurant I wanted. Now, that's a mix of overabundance. I get it of capitalism and choice, but that's our society. Um, And I'm, I'm not against our society. I'm for our society. And... You know, people coming up with new ideas and different ways to make a hamburger or, you know, tires. And so, you know, trying to usher in a little bit of a thankful Thursday here. Uh, Richard took the bait, and I appreciate it. I've shared mine. Well, you know what, 722, what are you thankful for? Put me on the spot, why don't you? Yeah, I made sure you were looking the other way when I hollered (laughs) at you. Of course. Of course. I mean, for me, there's so much, but I... First, always think of my friends and family more than more than anything else in my life. Now you make me feel really bad. I'm talking about <laughs> tires and goods, and you you go family. Richard thanks the bus drivers. Like I'm the bum now. Here I, on the I feel show. like <laughs> it, it's important to bring up the things you don't normally think about. I think my answer is fairly generic, but I mean, it just it comes for me when I go through anything and knowing the people I have to turn to when I need to and. Knowing that they're there, that's where what I think of first and foremost. Well, it's I I appreciate that answer because to be honest, uh, you guys don't get to hear from seven two two much uh, because I suck up a lot of the air, and uh, maybe we should hear from him more because his his answer is authentic. I work with him almost every day, and I know that family is important to you, and that's pretty cool that uh, it's first and foremost in your mind. You can slap the commander later, you know, <laughs> over the fact that I'm I'm googling over the fact we have so much stuff in America. <laughs> but no, I do appreciate that commander. I really do. Yeah, no, no, good answer, and uh, I like that. I like that authentic answer, and, and you know, Richards is too. I mean, honestly, there's not anybody in the city that I know of that certainly converses with me via email or text um, that champions, you know, Star Train and the buses. And all of that as much as Richard. So, you know, good on him. Again, thankful Thursday. Doesn't mean we're not talking some interesting issues. 
Uh, but feel free to call in and tell us what you're thankful for this time of the year. Um, on the on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Uh, back to this NIL thing. And, and I work with student-athletes. I uh, have for a lot of years. Uh, you've heard me say, you know, in the military, we work a lot with that same age group as well. So I kind of feel like that's one of the niche kind of age groups that I have a lot of experience with, kind of the 18 to 25-year-old. And I will say, for the longest time, I have always been in favor of some supplement, uh, something. It's very difficult in any sport as a student athlete, not to say it's impossible, but it's very difficult to say hold a job uh, to offset the costs of of college living, like a student who's just doing classes and then, you know, studying. My point is, is that is kind of the time commitment is similar to a part time job, and I think that you know NIL is a step in the right direction, at least in what they are trying to do, but that it could be abused easily. And I think we're already seeing that happen in places like Texas and others. We'll talk about it more when we come back. 1,499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 with DTL with Commander Jack Riggins. Powered by Barry Lawfer on 1,499.3 KLIN. All right, back. Uh, got a quick two minutes here uh, talking a little bit about NIL and a thankful Thursday. If you've got a thankful wish uh, here, America, Lincoln, call in on the uh, hotline, 402-479-1400, the Rickstein Recognition Hotline, and, and we'll uh, we'll get you on air. Um, had a great caller while we were in the break. Um, educate me, really, and now I've found it about this case here similar to the Smollett case. Uh, with uh, a female named Charlie Rogers. So I guess most of you who have been here in the last decade or more uh, are familiar with this. Um, I'm just becoming familiar with it, and I will I will make sure I break that down a little bit. But similar in the sense of a fake fake um, hate crime um, to garner you know maybe public approval. Uh, we'll break it down. Bottom line is had no clue that there was a similar type event here in Lincoln, Nebraska that happened uh, in, it looks like, uh, 2012. Um, Again, clearly dumb. Who knows the depths people will go to try to create social change or whatever, Uh, but uh, peaceful protest is a good place to start, folks, not silly made-up stuff. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, I know you're there. You're going to have to wait through the break, and I will get you on. For a thankful Thursday, and uh, we'll get we'll talk Charlie Rogers. We'll talk NIL when we come back. Fourteen hundred ninety-nine three KLI and Drive Time Lincoln. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins, powered by Barry Law Firm on the Voice of Lincoln. Fourteen hundred and ninety-nine three KLIN. All right, all right. It is Thankful Thursday. We've got a couple callers lined up. We'll get to you in just a second. I want to thank Brickhouse Chris for uh, educating me on civil and criminal courts and the difference in timelines. Uh, Yeah, it makes total sense. To be honest, couldn't do Drive Time Lincoln without the people out there and the people's platform and the fact that you guys can uh, quickly get me up to speed. But in fact, Jesse Smollett was found guilty. So... He did do a fake hate crime. 
there you go. And let's move on, America. Okay. Person did something dumb. Uh, what's interesting is another caller offline talked to me about a similar case here in Nebraska in 2012. Charlie Rogers, a former University of Nebraska basketball player, uh, was convicted of lying to police about being attacked by a masked man who carved anti-gay slurs into her skin. Uh, obviously, uh, she later uh, thought she would inspire change in treatment of gay people. My guess would be that the LGBTQ plus community came out super heavy in defense of her at first. Uh, and we found out it was a hoax. So there you go. Uh, Jesse Smollett on the national scale. Uh, guilty. Done. Whatever he's going to get, he's going to get. And I'll be known. I'll be darned. It happened here, right here in Lincoln, Nebraska in 2012. Um, both people. Bad decisions. Seriously want you to pay your debt to society and move on. And do well. I do. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Can't think of a sillier way to try to create social change. Uh, but that's just me. So uh, maybe I guess I'm thankful that there are people that will do dumb things like that so that the rest of us can learn that that's pretty silly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, some interesting news uh, being reported on, a, on another network here in Lincoln about LPS teachers, a good majority of them. The word I have is one-third uh, retiring potentially after this year. I'm going to run that to ground. Uh, right now, I'm putting that out as a quote-unquote tentative. Uh, it's being reported by other folks. I don't know if that means at, of retirement age, you know, time in station, or just in general. Uh, but that's a huge number. Um, and no doubt, that is tied to this, to in part, without a doubt, uh, the policies being used in our schools right now. I can't imagine that it is very fun where you need to communicate and you are masked and the other people are masked and they're young people. Um, So obviously there is something, some kind of frustration going on in LPS over this. Um, That will be a story that I have to dig into, but that's what's out there right now. Interesting. Let's go to Johnny on line one. Johnny. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You you bet. Yeah. um, So I guess, I'm thankful. It's, it's kind of patriotic what I'm going to say. You know, it's like I'm thankful that uh, you know we live in a country where you know we got uh, we got music. You know, it's music, literature, art, and information. You know, those things are like not heavily censored. So that's good. I, I think that's great. I'm I'm thankful. That's for a good that. one. I like that. Yeah, and I, I, I'm also thankful for shows like this. You know, you can call in and voice your opinion, and I think that's great. I think we need more shows like this where people can talk things out. You know. Johnny, call the station and have them get me more hours. Yeah, Yeah. and and I guess uh, I'll just throw this one in there. Uh, I'm thankful for Bernie Sanders' YouTube channel. (laughs) Right on. Right on. Bernie Sanders has been doing it a long time. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks. That's good. Hey, there's another one. We take for granted uh, art, literature. Uh, We take so for granted the fact that... I, not too much of it is censored in this country. Uh, as a matter of fact, the only thing I can think of right now is certain social media things are censored. But other than that, uh, when it comes to art, literature, uh, how you want to express yourselves, uh, we hit the we hit the high mark there on not censoring. We, and I think we do take that for granted. I'm thankful for that as well. Um, maybe I'll have to check out Bernie Sanders' YouTube. Uh, Bernie Sanders has been going hard for, what, 40, 50 years? <laughs> Uh, well, maybe more. 
Uh, I don't know. That guy's up there. <laughs> Let's go to Dan online too. Hey, Commander. Happy Thursday. How are you doing? Good. Hey, Commander. I wanted to say I'm thankful for the the justice system here in America, even though it has its flaws. It's, it's, there's not a systemic racism or anything in it, and I'm happy that. Uh, Justice Smollett found justice. We finally got justice for just uh, for, for uh, Jesse. So um, five counts he's guilty on. One count apparently he was not found guilty on. And um, I think that the system is working. I'm also very glad and very thankful. Again, my old uh, horse that I, I ride on your show. Uh, that America has never been a communist country or a fascist country. It's the only <laughs> modern country in the world that that. Uh, that hasn't gone in those in those directions. So I'm really happy about that. Well, appreciate that. Those are good ones. Appreciate that, Dan. Thank you. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're uh, we're attempting a thankful Thursday. Uh, it is the holiday season, and I think it's always good to stop and and be thankful. And I'm very aware of sometimes I can get on a roll on subjects that. You know, maybe to some degree can be depressed. I don't want to say depressing, but they, you know, they they're. they're they're, uh, well, they take some energy <laughs> to get through, uh, no doubt about it. And sometimes we're it, clearly on this show, we're not going to have all the answers. We're oftentimes just exposing things and talking through them and, and trying to get the conversation around divisive issues uh, going. So I appreciate that. I mean, Dan's, are, Dan's interesting, right? I mean, he's going all the way to the top with, you know, thankful that America has resisted communism you know, fascism, socialism, uh, all the isms, as I like to say. And that's a true thing, I, you know. And, and again, I don't think we can take it for granted as there are always elements of human beings that are going to work, you know, to try to uh, bring about, you know, some of those other ways uh, to have a society. And our system has done damn good uh, you can argue the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people over its lifetime thus far um, but I think it, it's also because we don't rest on our laurels about it and we need to remember that uh, the other part you know he, he talked about the justice system I would agree uh, and I think everybody knows that the justice system is not perfect and you know on certain things uh, as science has come along uh, we have found different ways to go back and and look at people who were charged with crimes that would lead to the death penalty, and we've found ways to say, whoa, whoa, they, you know, they didn't do that. I'm speaking about like DNA evidence, things like that, and many other things where we've improved. Uh, but I, again, I don't think any of us believe it is a perfect system, but it has to stood the test of time. And for the most part, the jury of peers and our laws and our justice system has really been a good thing for America, as well as when it needed reform. And, you know, the Jesse Smollett case is is no different. Um, I think based on the the few things I saw, um, you know, it, it, it was awful silly what that man did uh, to think that he may have practiced it is even more silly. 
but I'm not here to judge why he wouldn't. It's just it's a dumb decision. It's pretty simple. And in fact, he broke some laws, and now he's been found guilty. And it's no different than this uh, young woman, Charlie Rogers, here in uh, Lincoln in 2012. Again, I'm kind of like, my mouth is open, like, what? Um, I wouldn't even have known this, uh, because A, I didn't live here back then, and uh, a caller brought it up and said, hey, there's been a case just like this, Jesse Smollett, here in Lincoln, and I would have to agree. I mean, a young woman tried a very similar thing, um, faking an attack um, with some grandiosity, um, and in fact, she was faking it, and I'm sure at that time it had the city and different uh, factions of uh, LGBTQ rights and people, you know, that are anti, uh, you know, the justice system and then people that are uh, very strong about it, you know, probably up in arms. But in the end of the day, um, you know, justice prevailed. And I think that that's something that we shouldn't take for granted. No doubt about it. Thankful Thursday. We've got a few minutes left. If somebody wants to call in on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400, and get out a, a, a thankful note, what are you thankful for uh, here in America, in the world, in Lincoln, Nebraska? We'll get you on. I'll tell you what. Christensen Hearing Analytics has been uh, helping people get their life back, helping people really communicate. You know, communication is a two-way street. I mean, you've not only got to be able to hear and process and then you know, go back out, but it's it's so important, our hearing, one of those things we take for granted as we're talking about today, but Christensen Hearing Analytics uh, been doing it since 2008, and, and Roy himself has been practicing audiology for 26 years. Uh, if you've got any issues with your hearing, give them a call at 402-489-3450 or make an appointment at ChristensenHearing.us. Uh, they absolutely work with two manufacturers. They specialize in two manufacturers, but they will get you the device that's going to help you with your particular case. They're always here to help. They have the absolute best prices in town, and they're going to get you fitted for what you need. Better hearing and better living. Think about it. You just can't go through life if you're having difficulty communication with those you care about and those you love. And so what a great time of the year to get yourself checked out, get a free hearing consultation from my friends at Christensen Hearing Analytics, 402-489-3450. Well, back to NIL. I was talking about it a little earlier, and it's just kind of on my breath because I heard of some, we'll call it out-of-the-box things going on down at the University of Texas, uh, paying large sums of money for people just to show up at things. Uh NIL, name, image, and likeness, we're talking college athletes, is the new thing this year. Um, I've been in agreement for a long time that there should be some kind of stipend or something that helps uh, bridge the gap because the time taken to play any athletics in college um, really takes away from being able to, say, have a part-time job, which most of the rest of us would do if we were in college to offset it. Now, I think it would have been better if the institutions had a set amount based on the hours and just paid them, just paid them like you do, you know, young Jack Riggins who say works as an RA, you know, you just pay them for the time that they're spent there and then it's controlled and it's the same amount. uh, And you really reduce the large sums. You really incentivize continuing to go to school 
and continuing to cherish that education, opposed to, say, a free market economy of that can be abused uh, and people going out. So we didn't go that way. We went with NIL, and different places are going to institute NIL in a different way. And it is going to become a bidding war, essentially. And when you get people on campus, a way to keep people on campus. And it is going to... Um, it is going to be a separator if it continues this way. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It can be abused. But it is where we're at. You know, I would have been a fan of an offset paid by the institutions that was fair to any part-time job for somebody essentially in the workforce. And, you know, I don't know what dollar amount that would be. But I think that would have been maybe a better choice. I also think healthcare coverage uh, for a period of time after athletics until people get up on their feet would also be good because athletes suffer uh, a lot of you know nagging injuries and things like that. And I think that you know a couple of years, whatever's decided, would also be good. Still in the future, now uh, that cost would be huge. I understand that, but it also would help bridge. Athletes making a transition to the civilian sector until they found their job. And I think there's a responsibility when you think about putting gladiators in these forums and all the work they do and the things that happen uh, to their bodies. Um, We all know that the money's not a problem. It's just how's it going to be executed. Uh, In the end of the day, um, you can think that we, you know, the old adage, well, we have lots of boosters here in Nebraska. Well, we don't have as many boosters as Texas does. We don't have as many boosters as Ohio State does, uh, or UCLA, or USC. And so, I hate to say that I'm sure a bidding war for your talents has begun, and maybe this deal in Texas that's being looked at is the first part of that. And I don't, I don't think this, that's good for... I think the intent is good for... NIL, I don't think the execution is going to be something that anybody likes. And it'll be interesting to see how, over the next couple years, it's either reined in or adjusted or uh, censored, maybe. I don't know. Uh, But boy, I mean, that is just, you know, no pun intended, the wild, wild west of money, young people, uh, to play a sport. You know, that's not really what it was intended to be. But, hey, what are you going to do? This thing is not going to leave me uh, with LPS. I've had lots of emails about it uh, when I talked about Dr. Ronner. Um, a lot of people have sent me different things. Folks, it's okay. I. I don't believe in masks. I haven't seen any evidence that shows me that masks are effective. I haven't seen it nationally, internationally, nor here in Lincoln, even though we're on a mask mandate. I believe that if you want to get the vaccine, that's great. I'm glad we have it. But I believe it's people's choices. That's what I believe. And I'm comfortable with what you believe. And I believe America is big enough to survive both. Uh, I'm also going to say that with regard to everything that is being done, from vaccine to masking to everything, um, we're still struggling from this. 
Uh, are the numbers down if we look at it strategically from last year to this year? Yeah, the numbers are down, but they're still high. I get that. But that is improvement. And maybe we disagree on what improvement is. Um, I am of the opinion that we're not going to ever have a COVID-free world. I'm not of the opinion that it by taking anything or doing anything, it's just going to magically disappear. I think that that is a false, dangerous narrative to push for any reason. And I'm going to continue to say to those that don't like it, you know, the one thing we haven't done is we haven't just tried to get back to normal and just live. Right? We haven't tried that course of action yet. And so that's where I'm at on it. I know I'm going to take heavies, and you can give them to me, and I'll give them back on my opinions and yours, too. 1,499 3 KLIN. You're getting the full one one with DTL with Commander Jack Riggins. Powered by Barry Lawfer on 1,499-3 KLIN. All right. Uh, ending a thankful Thursday. And, you know, whatever else, Jesse Smollett's guilty. We had a similar case with Charlie Rogers here in Nebraska in 2012. Um, Who would have thought? She was guilty, too. Similar case. Fake hate crime hoax. Talked a little bit more about COVID. You know, we will. I think it's interesting. I'll follow up on this report out there going around Lincoln that... uh, Looks like one third of LPS teachers are going to retire. I mean, there's so much more you have to unpack there. So don't take me for that. I'm just saying that's the initial report. I'm sure there's more to it. We'll find out what's going on there. But, you know, obviously some consternation if that number is reported by a, a news network, not our news network. Um, so I'll dig into that story without a doubt. And, uh, yeah, talking about NIL. I mean, the bottom line is NILs. The cat's out of the bag. It's running loose, crazy. We're going to be hearing about it, dealing with it. Who knows how it'll affect Tuster Athletics. I mean, I know they're doing a professional job with it. It doesn't sound like Texas is, um, nor are probably some of our competitors. It's not like we can control that. But, you know, this thing was the the good idea that could go haywire. And I'm thinking it's gone haywire. Hey, uh, map lines are out there in the county. Um, so if you want to run for a candidacy, let your party know or create your own party. We need candidates for all kinds of offices, county commissioners, city council, school board. Get out there. Participate in democracy, folks. We are finishing up Thankful Thursday, and tomorrow, Deb Fischel, Senator Deb Fisher will be on to talk about the Senate's efforts on mandates as well as uh, everything else uh, affecting Nebraska going on in Washington. And I'm looking forward to that in the first segment. And then we will have our own Carla James on to finish out Friday in the second segment. We're going to get her in here in Drive Time Lincoln, and we're just going to talk shop as she is moving on from KLIN, and she has had a long and distinguished radio career, and I look forward to chatting with her, and I hope you do too. 1,499.3 Drive Time Lincoln with Commander Jack Riggins.